You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Praise the Lord. Yeah, last time I came, it didn't look nothing like this. And I, I got blessed. I was, but I didn't come for the way the building looked. I came because I love people, like your pastor does. And uh, it was a great blessing. And I believe God's going to move. Yesterday, as I was having lunch with the pastors, I was uh, we're talking about your church. Something came over me last night. I mean, not yesterday, we was having lunch, and I feel like the Spirit of God coming upon me. Sister Maria, Pastor Maria also felt it, and she told me, I feel like crying. I go, dang. I go, I'm kind of like getting emotional right now, too. I go, but I ain't going to be crying in the restaurant. <laughs> so I said, forget that. <laughs> so, but what happened is that I felt I needed to come here and just anoint the place and get it ready, because I think something's going to happen this morning. Who believes it? Turn to somebody and say, something's about to happen in this place. Come on, say it again. Say it again. Because I believe something's about to happen in this place. And I believe God's going to move. And we're going to get the first uh, scripture. And I'll tell you the title in a moment. We're going to go to Mark chapter 11. We're going to use the King James Version, verse number 12 uh, to 14. It says... In the morning, or in the morrow, whatever version you use, when they were come from Bethany, this is Jesus, it says, he was hungry. Jesus was hungry. And he seen a fig tree afar off. And it says, having leaves, he came. If happily, that he may find anything thereon. In other words, oh, it's coming up here on the, on the screen here, in the King James Version. And he says, but the time for the figs was not yet. Verse 14, it says here, And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of these hereafter. Look what it says here. Forever. And his disciples heard it. It says that Jesus cursed the fig tree. Now, you would never think that God would curse something, right? But he cursed it because it didn't bear no fruit. Now, there's a reason why he said it. Because, because then it says, his, uh, his, look at the last verse of that scripture. It says, and his disciples heard it. Now, there's a reason why it says his disciples heard it. Because he wanted them to hear it. Turn to somebody and say, Jesus said it. Okay, can you say it with a little bit more enthusiasm? There you go, there you go. Jesus said it. Amen. And verse 14 says Jesus said it. And, you know, and the thing is that he spoke to the fig tree. 
you know, it wasn't a season yet, but see, there are things in life that, you, you, that can't speak to you. Yes or no? A tree can't speak to you, right? The wind can't speak to you. The, you know, the seasons can't speak to you. But you can speak to them. The thing is, a lot of us don't know that yet. But today, you're going to find out how powerful you really are and how powerful your words are and how powerful what's in you to transform anything around you. Can I hear you say amen? amen. See, so, so he was trying to get their attention. We're going to get into that in a moment, how deep it's going to get. Because, you know, years ago, I stood up in front of my church in Lincoln Heights and I said, we're going to reach the Chinese. And everybody, everybody's like... You know, and I'm like, really? And I go, we're going to reach the Chinese. Amen. It's like, man. But I don't care, but I believe it. That, you know, I, I know, you know, that I don't, I don't speak Chinese. And, you know, and them to, to a Chinese couple to come in and submit to a guy like me, it's like, it's like an impossibility. Who knows what I'm talking about? It's an impossibility. So I'm, so I'm, so I'm saying, you know, uh, uh, we're going to reach the Chinese, and, you know, year after year, and finally the couple came. Now, I spoke it into existence. I spoke it into existence. And I said, we're going to reach it, and I, and I prophesied it. You know, every person here has prophecy in them. Yes, the power of the spoken word, and because we don't release it, it doesn't come to pass. So what happened is I began to release it, and finally, the, the couple came in. The Chinese couple came in. And, 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 and they came in and goes, well, who's, 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 like, who's the pastor? Who's? And my wife got that bald-headed guy right there. That he said, that's him. The bald-headed man. <laughs> and then, you know, then I said, we want to talk to him. We're going to set a meeting. So I set a meeting in, 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 in Chinese. I set a meeting. And uh, I had a, a, one of the missionaries. You know him, Pastor uh, Rory Butler. And I had, Rory Butler was in town. I go, why don't you come and interpret in Chinese for this couple that, you know, to find out what they want, you know? To, you know, you know, I don't know, you know? Let's find out. So what happens is the couple comes, they begin to speak with Rory Butler, and they're, they're like, and I'm like, ching chong, ching chong, and I'm like, but they went for a long time. And I go, man, you ching chong for a long time here, bro. I think you better, I was getting upset because I'm, because I, I'm saying, brother, I brought you here to interpret for me. I didn't bring you here to fellowship with the guy in Mandarin, you know, or Cantonese, whatever language you're speaking. So then the missionary tells me, pastor, you don't understand. I'm telling him the history of Praise Chapel. Now I'm getting convicted. I'm saying, oh man, forgive me, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> I got convinced. Okay, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. But by the time it was all said and done, they started going to our church. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, you know, we started, we opened up a Chinese ministry with them. But, you know, some lady was getting delivered in our church. She's like almost throwing up. And then I used to seeing that, you know, like, what the heck's going on here? You know, the lady's like throwing up, vomiting, you know, she's getting delivered. And, and what happened is God's moving. And, and then now they tell me, well, tell us about this Holy Spirit. You, you, I don't know. We don't know. Tell us about this Holy Spirit. And we begin to just, you know, because our church is charismatic. So we begin to, you know. Uh, you know, explain, you know, they just seen it. They seen it, you know, they, 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 we didn't, I didn't even have to explain it. They seen it. So the day came when they became pastors 
And if they came, well, they became missionaries to Vietnam. And they're Vietnam right now as missionaries. Because I spoke it. I spoke it. I believed it. Am I making sense here? And, and, and when Jesus is trying to, you know, the Tyler's message is called speaking into your own situation. Because many times, you know, we, we go through things, we, we go through problems. You know, you can speak to your problems. You can speak to your disease, to your sickness. You can speak even to trees. Although they can't speak to you, you know, they have to submit if you believe it. I was doing a crusade in Nicaragua. I got more scripture. I don't think I'm just going to, I got stuff to back it up. Trust me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to do my thing, you're right. <laughs> I am. That's really the Tyler's message. It's called speak to that thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I got to re rearrange it sometime because some, some churches don't accept that word. But, but that's, that's really, I know this church accepts it. So that's the real title, brother. Speak to that thing. <laughs> and what happened is I'm in Nicaragua doing a, a, a miracle crusade. And I go to Nicaragua, but before I went to the miracle crusade, I was in, I was in Mexico, you know, preaching over there. Uh, oh, I forgot, doing a function, and, and, and I got food poisoning, and man, it was horrible. Because I got some, me and several pastors, uh, me and another pastor got food poisoning, and a couple of people got food poisoning, and, 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 and another minister got food poisoning. And, and people from my church got food poisoning. I'm like, <laughs> man, this is not. And, but then what it is, I went from Mexico to Nicaragua, and I had to catch an airplane. And that day, I was horrible. I mean, I was throwing up. I was pooping at the same time. It was like, bam. I mean, it was bad. It was a nightmare. Can I keep it real? You ain't, ain't going to get no fake stuff here. You ain't getting no brotherly, brother. I don't, I don't speak like that. You're going to get the real deal. Can I keep it real? Yeah, so I was having like, I was horrible. I was like exploding from both ends and, and, and I'm trying to walk to the, to the bathroom and like, <laughs> I can't make it. So, you know, so you get the accident anyway before the, so what happens is I'm, I'm going through a trial and then now, now mind you that I have to do a revival in Nicaragua, a, a miracle crusade and I'm sick as a dog, you know? That's because I don't confess no, I'm sick as a dog. <laughs> so what happened is, you know, then I break out in some nasty fever blisters. Looks like I got herpes all over my mouth. And I'm like, what the heck? I can't preach a miracle crusade with herpes looking like lips. No one's gonna want me to pray for them. They say, don't touch me. So, so I'm like, God can heal you. God's gonna do a miracle in the house. <laughs> it was a nightmare, you know? So, so, so I had to believe, and I had to speak, you know, and I had to, you know, my faith was put to test, amen? I even seen a, a, in the airport a, a bat. I go, oh, that's great. We're going to do suck my blood now? Make me anemic, you know? That's what I need. So what happens is, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happens is I get to Nicaragua, and, and, and the, the worst that can happen happens. The, the, the Pastor Arturo Sanchez said, we're going to have to cancel the crusade because a big storm is coming. I go, great. And I'm like, well, well, well you know what? Maybe not so bad because I look like I had herpes, you know. <laughs> That's my way out. But, but I said, no, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go out like that. I go, I'm not going to go out like that. So I said, so I begin to rebuke the wind. I begin to say, you know what? You foul, no good storm. Push back right now. 
I'm like, get back. And I pushed the wind back and it didn't rain. No storm came. I stopped, I stopped the storm and I began to preach in the crusade. And all of a sudden, a lady comes in a wheelchair. She gets up. It's on YouTube, by the way. She got up out of the wheelchair and she got up and she's, and she goes, I'm here. And she begins to watch. She goes, whoa. You know, and all of a sudden, people getting healed in their homes that were bedridden. In the, they couldn't even come to the crusade in their homes around the neighborhood. They was getting healed left and right, all kind of healings. And I'm looking like I got herpes, you know. I'm like, dang. <laughs> Maybe I pray for you from a distance, but God can heal you. But what, 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 it, what happened was I believed it. I, I, you know, I spoke it into existence and, and I rebuked the wind. One, <laughs> check this out. One time I was getting sick. I go, I'm getting sick. I'm not feeling too good. I think I'm getting like a flu or something. I go, forget this. Come out! And I cast it out of myself. I didn't wait. I, I believe it. I said, forget that. I ain't going to wait till Wednesday or whatever. Out right now! And I, and, I, and I cast it out of myself. I go, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Because I believed it. You see, there's power in your words. Amen. You got the power to speak things into existence. But the thing is, you got to believe it. You know, if you're going through a trial in your marriage, your relationship, just speak. I say, you devil, you're a liar. I speak life into this marriage. I speak victory into this marriage. I speak victory into this relationship. I will not go down. You got to learn to speak to that thing. Turn to your neighbor and say, speak to that thing. Come on now. This morning, we're about to speak to that thing. Whatever's messing you up, whatever's trying to ruin your life, whatever's trying to mess you up, whatever's trying to get you down, come on, church. Let's get ready to rumble and speak to that thing. Crush that thing. Stop on that thing. You know, the, the, the book of Mark chapter 439 is going to come out right there. You know, Jesus said, you know, speak to the Look what it says here. Look, this is Jesus. And he arose and rebuked the wind, and he said to the sea, be still. He says, peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. You could speak to your situation and bring a great calm to it. You could calm uh, uh, an agitated home. You could come when things get out of hand, when things get roughed up, when you get agitated, when there's division trying to set into your home, into your relationship, into your ministry with people, when the devil tries to cause chaos, you can speak and say, peace, be still. You got the power to calm storms. Jesus said it himself. You, what, what's happening there is that they're in a boat and Jesus is sleeping in the boat taking a nap. And they're in a the boat. And he's taking a nap, and all of a sudden, you know, the water's coming into the boat. The disciples are freaking out. They've been with Jesus. They've seen Jesus do miracles. They've seen Jesus do signs, wonders, miracles. And, and still, they're freaking out with the Savior. Does that make sense? How many of you saved, got Jesus in, you still freak out? Come on. Tell the truth and shame the devil this morning. How many times we got Jesus, you're saved, you get a little trial and you're freaking out, you want to quit, you complain, and how you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All you got to do is speak to that situation. That's what Jesus did. And the disciples, you know, the, the boat is rocking. How many of you, the devil has rocked your boat and you fell off that boat? 
Or you call a pastor, pastor, I'm in a, I'm in a storm of my life. Pastor, pastor. Blah, 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 blah. You don't have to sink in your storm. Speak to that thing. Can I, can I get a witness? I called the pastor. He didn't answer. Hey, maybe he was praying. You don't know. You know, so, so he's in a boat. And, and, and look what the disciples do. They, they rebuke Jesus. Really? Jesus, don't you care that we're going to die? Jesus, don't you care we're dying in a boat? Instead of saying, thank you, Jesus, for, you know, saving us. Don't you care we're going to die? Pastor, don't you care? <laughs> huh? Maria doesn't care for me. I called her, yeah, you, I called her and called her and called her. Why don't you call Jesus? We're not God. There's things that we can't do. Our job is to call, to preach the gospel. We'll counsel, we'll help, but we're not God. We can't solve everyone's problems. What deception came out of that? that oh, the pastor can solve all, oh, call the pastor. He can solve all your problems. I can't solve half of the problems in my church. But God can. I don't got all the answers, but God can. Am I making sense here? I know who to go to. I know who my daddy is. Who's your daddy? Turn your neighbor and say, who's your daddy? Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> come, on, come on, say it again. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Because actually when you go to God, that's who you have to come before him as. Father God. We get religious, don't we? Father God. And God is saying, just talk to me. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to cause a drama. Just talk to me. Stop trying to climb up the. God, where are you at? God, God. What? What? Stop trying to climb to God. It's, he's in your heart. God. I. You know. I. I, <laughs> I made that mistake. I'm like God. Where you at? I got ghetto on God. I said, Where you at? What's up? Nothing's happening here, God. What, 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 what's up? You know, and like, do something. And he's like, I'm already in there. <laughs> All you got to do is just confess it. Speak it. And one time I said, ah, forget this. This is the same word. And, I, and, I, and one time my wife straight out told me, oh, shut up. I'm like, what? You know, shut up. She goes, be a man. I go, what? And I'm like, oh, now I'm getting upset. Say, Lord, why, who did I marry? <laughs> my, my wife don't speak much. They, they know. She's a very quiet lady. So I must have been very annoying for, for her to say, oh, shut up. Because that's how she speaks like that. That's not her character. She's calm. 
She's very lady with few words. And first of all, oh, be a man. I'm like, oh, really? So in secret, like, I'm like, why you give me this woman? Bro? She's not even a helpmate. She's a hindrance. No, no, really, really. That's when I first got married, you know what I mean? We've been married 30, like 31 years, but it's different now. It's, you know, but, and, and then I walked, then I, then, then, look back here, look back here. Then, I'm dramatical, you can tell, right? So what happens is, I come in the house, and I look to my wife's home. I don't want to hear, oh, shut up again, you know, that's not working. So she's not here, I go in the house, lock the door, and I threw myself on the floor, like a baby. Ah! And then God comes on the scene like, oh, shut up. I go, really, you too? What the heck? He's like, yeah, shut, get up. And I'm like, I don't want to hear that from God. I don't want to hear, oh, I thought I was going to, and I'm like, God, yeah. I started crying like a baby. I go, man, I, I'm a man. You know, to act like that in the world, man, that's a big no-no, you know? I get saved, and I like turning into a wimp. I go, what happened? I wasn't like that in the world. How can I come to church and I'm becoming a wimp? It seems like people are so hardcore in the world, and they come to church and become wimps. I'm like, what happened, bro? How did you come from hardcore to weak sauce? Yeah, you go through a trial and you, go, you turn into a noodle. You know, the Fideo Christian. How you doing? All right. How you been? Oh, I'm barely making it. You know? I'm making it to the church. I go, really, bro? You're going to be a wet noodle inside the church? And you're hardcore in the world, you know? Hey, the, hey, the devil turned me into a noodle for a minute. And I'm like, ah, it's God, God's like, oh, get up, stop, you know? And I'm like, man, not you. I thought I was going to hear, my son, Abraham, Abraham, I heard your affliction. And your prayers had reached heaven. And I have come down to deliver you. I didn't hear that. I'm like, shut up. I'm like, really? Don't talk to me in my own language. I can understand that language. <laughs> and it's like, you're going to go through it, son. You have to go through that. You can't, this, what you're going through. You know, there's some things you could pray through. Some things you could fast through. Some things they could pray for you, but some things you're just going to have to go through. And you're going to have to handle it. You're going to have to go through it. And you're going to have to deal with it. And you're going to have to learn from it. Because that's going to make you stronger. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the life throws you lemons, make lemonade. Don't get sour. Oh, I just got fed a bunch of lemons. There's some creatures that are so bitter that even the lemons go like this. Because they didn't learn how to make lemonade out of lemons that the life threw at them. If life throws you a bunch of bricks, you make a foundation. You know, we, you know, and, and, you know so many things happen. Hey, I've been through a lot, man. <laughs> I've been through a lot. But I, I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. You know? I lost my mama when she was 50 years old. They did like a mojo on her. You know what a mojo is? A woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a Caribbean mojo on her. A witchcraft. And I believe she died off of that. I didn't get bitter. 
you know, they, they killed my father-in-law. You know, some, some um, you know, they, he came out of the house, they blasted him, some people. Then I'm not bitter towards God. Thinks I caught a heart attack. I go, man, wait a minute. Lord, I'm kind of thin to be catching a heart attack. That doesn't make no sense, bro. You know? Yeah, it's like you get upset. What happened? You know, yeah, you know, it's like, what the heck? But I'm, you know, yeah, I'm a pastor. You know, you don't, you know, you don't, you know, you're pastoring a church. God called you, right? I, I'm, I'm not out there, you know, uh, you know, looking for no ladies on the side. You know, am I making sense here? You know, I'm the husband of one wife. You know, and you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not out there getting high. You know, be, you know, secretly. You know, so, so, how the heck did I get a heart attack? I'm feeding the sheep. I'm not beating the sheep. So how did I get this heart attack? And I'm standing inside the church, and I catch a stroke. I'm like, yeah, and all of a sudden, my, my jaw goes like this. And then my wife tells me, oh, honey, she didn't want to tell me I was catching a stroke. You're not right. I come, what you mean I'm not right? You're not right. Don't tell me I'm not right in front of everybody. But she didn't want to tell me I was catching a stroke. She came me by the head like this. Oh, honey, you, you're not right. I'm like, well, I'm not right. And I'm like, I'm getting like, what the heck? You're not right. Don't tell me I'm not right. I'm right. I'm right with God. Don't tell me I'm not right. You know? And then they, they say, brothers, come and pray. <laughs> come and pray. Come and pray for the pastor. I'm like, really? You're going to do this right now? And, and the brothers kept, I'm like, get your hands off me, bro. Like, get your, <laughs> I was catching an attitude. But they, but they were, yeah, I was getting, you know, you, you, I didn't know I was catching, I really, in my mind was clear. I thought I was talking like, hey, you know, what's up with you? You guys are all tripping. You know, what, what's up with this cool that you guys are pulling right now? You know, this, yeah, cool, like a, a rebellion. You know, when, they, when you throw you overboard, a cool. And I go, what, what, what's up with this? And all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, my legs didn't feel right. They grabbed me. They go, we're going to move you. We're going to take you. I go, I get you? And I'm, and I go, wait a minute. Something's not right here. My mind is clear. And then I thought I was talking straight and bubbles were coming out like a rrr, rrr, rrr. When I seen that bubble, that was it right there. That's it. I go, that, that's a long drool. I've ever seen one. And see, I didn't know I was catching a stroke, but my mind said I was right. I, I felt good. But to them, I was like, <laughs> so I figured it out. So they took me to the hospital. But you know, I serve a powerful God. Did you know, although you can't speak, you could think, right? I had rebuked the devil in my mind and got him off of me. Trying to attack me, you know? In my mind, rebuked him. That's how powerful your words are, even in your mind. And what happened was that by the time I got to the hospital, I was healed. So, so yeah, so I, so, I, so I get to the How much time I got, Pastor? Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, so what happens is I get to the hospital, and the guy comes in with, uh, you know, what happened? And they tell him, he goes, really? He goes, what, what do you do? I go, I'm a pastor. And the lady goes, oh, I'm a wonder. I go, what? Being a pastor don't give you a stroke. Oh, yeah, you guys go stressed out. You, you, you go through a lot of stress. I go, not me. I love my church. I ain't got no stress. Uh, you know, and what, look, look, it was a demonic attack upon me. That's what he told me later on. Because I talked to a Christian doctor. He goes, that was a demonic attack upon me. Because your, your x-rays to your head should have had a lot of dots in it. And you didn't. And, man, it, it, 
I get to the hospital and they say, well, what happened? And then the nurses come and the doctors come and that dude comes with the hammer. I go, what you do with that hammer? Well, don't you hit me with that hammer, bro. <laughs> Man, so he goes, I'm going to check your reflexes. I say, go ahead. So go ahead. I went, no, I'm just kidding. That's kidding. Now he went to check my reflexes, you know, and everything was okay. So, so you know, so they, 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 they checked my sugar, they checked my salt. No, wait a minute. No, not so. Yeah, they, they checked me for high blood pressure, you know, and, and it, you know, everything was cool, you know. And they, 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 they said none of these things were the cause of that. They go, what's the cause of it, you know? And then the guy goes, well, it's a, then the doctor comes in, well, it's a combination of things. And he goes, man, bro, you don't know nothing. Shut up, you know, a combination of things. You don't know what happened. So I found out later on it was a, a demonic attack upon my life. Like there wasn't one of our pastors, Raymond Figueroa, a demonic attack upon them. One time a demon jumped on me when I was preaching in the Midwest and, uh, remember that? You can ask her. She's the one that passed it out of, off of me. Remember that? Yeah. Woo! Let me tell you what happened with Sister Bloom here. I'm preaching a revival, and a, and a demon jumped on me. And I got a, a spirit of infirmity. Not, I can't be possessed, you know, but a, a spirit of infirmity jumped on me. And I got really sick. And I felt like I, felt like I was going to die or something, but I don't feel good. And so, I, so I'm part of the intercessory prayer team that, that they have. It's called Deborah's Warriors. You know, it's called Deborah's Warriors, but men are part of it. If you understand the history of that. And uh, quite a number of men, huh? A part of that. And, uh, and I wasn't embarrassed. Deb said Deborah's Warriors. I said, what kind, what are you, Deborah's Warriors? What are you, like, funniest? I go, no, you don't understand, bro. Watch it. <laughs> so, so what happened is, is, is I went to her, and I kid you not. I had a spirit of infirmity that was attacking my body with sickness. She cast it out, but it started jumping on her. Isn't that what happened? Yeah, so that spirit started jumping on her, crawling up her arm. She goes, oh, heck no, you're getting on my arm. <laughs> so she shook it off, amen? And, and just got to tell you, she spoke, you know, they spoke over my life. Sometimes your words are powerful, amen? Now, I didn't know what was going on. I just, you know, I thought I was, I thought I was getting really sick, or, but it was a spirit that she recognized and she, because she spoke and she cast it out. A lot of times you can cast out a spirit out of your house that creeps in. You can kick, listen to it, listen. Well, yeah, you've got to have, you can kick the devil out of here and say, oh, God, deliver me. And that sucker will go to your house waiting for you. I kicked the devil out of my life. And he'll go, okay, cool, cool. You kick me out. I'll go out with you in your house. So when you go in, you go, he's back in. So what you got to do, you got to learn to plead the blood of Jesus. To protect yourself and to speak the blood. And, you know, and, and, and just, just speak it into existence. So I experienced a lot of stuff. Uh, you got to speak. Your words are powerful. You can speak to mountains in your life. Some of us have mountains that we can't climb. Say, man, this mountain is too big for me. You know, you know, I stopped trying to climb mountains. Forget climbing a mountain. I said, move now. You know, it's, oh, I'm going to climb that mountain. I'm going to have a mountaintop experience. I'm not looking for no mountaintop experience. I get the experience in here. I don't want to swim up no river. Amen. I don't need that. Amen. All these things I, I learned through the years, I don't need to swim in no river. I got the river of God flowing through me. I don't need to climb no mountain. Amen. I got Jesus in me. I ain't going to climb no mountain. I'm, gonna I'm not even going to go around the mountain. I'm going to move that mountain. And that's what it says. In the book of Mark 11:23, that if you speak to a mountain, it has to move. 
that whoever says unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and you cast it into the sea, it shall not, look at, and shall not doubt in his heart, but you believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he says. That is a promise of God, that is not a myth, if you believe it. Who has a mountain to move? Who has a giant to slay? Stop fighting with giants. Slay them. How many of us go, devil, in the name of Jesus. Oh, here it is. Devil, I rebuke you. That ain't doing jack. Devil. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, I ain't doing nothing. You ain't moving jack with that. You can't even heal a cockroach like that. You know, devil, I stand this side. No, 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 no. You got to be confrontational. You got to confront. You got to fight. You got to war. You got to get in the devil's face and let him know who's got the power. You got to confess. You got to rebuke. You got to cast out. That, that's not going to work. Devil, you know, in the name of Jesus. Right? The devil's attacking me. Oh, please. I learned through the years that's not going to work for me. The devil's attacking How you doing, brother? I hate that when they do that to me. How you doing, bro? What does that mean? That you're turning, you're flipping, or what? What's that mean? You know? I know what it means. But, <laughs> but, but, but uh, who said so-so? <laughs> You're right. It means so-so. But we're not so-so Christians. You see? Because so-so Christians are yo-yo Christians. I say it again. So-so Christians are yo-yo Christians. Up and down and 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 up and down. Blessing one day, jacked up the next day. Happy one day, messed up the next day. Happy one day, angry the next day. Bitter one day, delivered the next day. They get delivered and fall back into bondage. They get set free and fall back into bondage, into addiction. You see... The Bible said, let your yay be yay, your nay be nay. You got the power to speak to your finances. When my son was little, I don't know if my son or my daughter, they were little, to getting sick, getting fever or something. It's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm in the bed and my wife wakes me up, hon, wake up. I'm like, what? Wake up. I go, okay, well, what's The baby's sick. I got like a fever. Like, she, you know, I was being woke up to go to the hospital. I go, oh, heck no. Nah. I ain't staying in the hospital in L.A. eight hours. Bring that boy here. But that boy cast it out and went back to bed. <laughs> Got healed. I just, you know, it is what it is. I go, I remember taking an hour, standing in L.A. General Hospital, taking eight hours, 12 hours. And then finally they said, by that time, the, the, the fever done broke. Or the baby died on me, you know? So you got the power to speak to your situation. To speak to your own life. 
You have the power to say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fall for that. You to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sin. Sin shall not have dominion over me. You got the power to speak it. I'm not quitting. Well, you know, I'm thinking of quitting. Oh, please. If you're thinking of you already confessed it, you're going to quit. I'm not going back. Come on, turn to somebody and say, I'm not going back. Say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it again. See, you got another lesson from the Lion King. Because those hyenas were scared of Mufasa. That's right, Mufasa. Woo! Mufasa. Woo! You need to be like Mufasa. And the devil and his demons like the hyenas. That when you wake up, they're scared. Oh no, he's up. The only time they should, they should be at rest is when you're sleeping. You got the power to say, I'm not going back. I'm not going to backslide. I don't receive that. You know, things happen in our childhood too. We've been to some bad childhood experiences. Am I the only one? Some of you are lying in here. Tell the truth. That's okay. It's all good. No, well, you know, when I was young, I think I was maybe like eight, nine. I don't remember. Something terrible. I experienced something terrible. And it followed me all into my adulthood. You know, and it hindered my life completely. Messed my, my teenage years up. But when that happened back then, I didn't know Jesus. I was a kid. I didn't know Jesus. My parents never took me to church. So I didn't know. But now, I said, but now, it's a whole different story. The devil, you put a hurting on me when I was younger. Stuff happened to me when I was younger. You know what? I'm saved now. I got Jesus now. Make it sense here? There's no way in the world, there's no way in the world I should be living a defeated life with Jesus. No way in the world I have to hang on to things that grip me. Because now instead of being gripped by bitterness and pain and shame, whatever, I'm gripped by grace. Turn to somebody and say, gripped by grace. Say, gripped by grace. And I believe this morning some people are going to get gripped by grace. And whatever you've been, whatever's happened in your life, God's about to bring some freedom. Because there's some people that have great destiny in this room. And, 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 and you need to be gripped by grace so God can release you to fulfill the call of God in your life. Turn to somebody and say, I'm gripped by grace. Took a long time. Long time. Long time, long time to come to my senses and say that spirit has been part of my life since childhood. And it wasn't my fault. I was innocent. But the devil knew what he was doing. And he tried to damage my life. And he did hurt it. I mean, he, you know, but God delivered me. I got saved. Listen to me. I stand before you right now that I'll never ever let that thing bother me again. I could preach it now. I could preach it now. I said I could preach it now. 
Some of you feel what I'm saying. You know, but for some of us, it's more deeper than others. Am I making sense here? More deeper than others. You know, my older brother, I don't think ever got over whatever happened to him. And I think he, he won't tell me because he's not saved and he won't open up to his younger brother. But if you could just speak it. You know, if you could just speak it. I'm delivered from sin. But when I got saved, not everything went away. Some stuff you have to work on. Am I making sense here? Like attitudes. Attitudes. Character. Am I making sense here? Pride. Uh, did, I share with, did I share with the church what happened with that dude with the bat in the red car? They don't know? Let me share what happened to you with my pride. By looking at me, you know I didn't grow up in church, right? It's only obvious I didn't grow up in church. I got saved, but I had issues. Who's, who, who doesn't have issues? Well, you need to preach then. <laughs> Fino goes, no, no, no. <laughs> See? <laughs> we all got issues. And a person in this room don't have to deal with issues. But what happened is I got saved. I had to work it out in my life. And I got saved, and I'm, I'm all happy. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm walking down the street. I'm like, yeah. And all of a sudden, a red car goes by, like a truck. I go, what the heck? I go, what's up, fool? You know, you're not saved. You're like, what's up? Oh, man, you know, what's up? So, so the guy in the truck, you know, does the same thing, you know, to me. You know, like, get you and blah, blah. blah, blah. Pull over, fool. So he pulls over, and I'm running at him like this. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm like. And I'm running, and he jumps out the, with the, out, out the truck with a bat. Like, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm running full blast. I'm trying to stop. I'm like, dang. Because I try to stop with both feet, I fall over. And, and, I, and right there, if I fall over, I become a piñata. You know, like, na 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 so I didn't want to become a piñata to that dude. So I stopped just in time, like inches away from him so he couldn't hit me. And I don't know what to say. Like the devil say, don't back out, don't be a, you know. Chavala. Don't be a wimp, don't be a chaval. Don't rank out, don't run. Don't be a ranker. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. My mind is racing a million miles an hour. I'm like, and all of a sudden, it's like the Holy Ghost brought it out of me. Jesus loves you. I'm like, I'm like, heck no, this ain't the moment for that. This is not the moment to say Jesus loves you when I'm like practically flipping them off, chasing them, like I want to be, and I go, Jesus loves you. And he goes, what? I go, Jesus loves you. And he goes like this, he goes. He's like. And I'm like, <laughs> he, puts, he puts the bat down and he looks right at me. First he goes like this. He puts the bat down. He looks right at me and he goes, I'm a Christian too. 
in front of Jesus, who's my witness. That's what he told me. In front of Jesus, who's my witness. And I looked at him, looked at me, he goes, well, brother. Now the whole atmosphere changes. Well, brother, praise the Lord, you know. God bless you. I won't go to your church. You won't go to mine. We'll save the embarrassment. Because it was issues I wasn't dealing with. Am I making sense here? If I would have just spoken, Lord, that's not who I am anymore. Who I am is not who I used to be. Speaking to another time I was walking down a, in the market and I just got out of church. These things, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm with my wife, you know. We're going to the market, shopping. And I don't know how the heck that happened. There's a dude standing in the middle of the aisle going like this. And I'm like, really? So, so I'm walking like this. I go. So I go, honey, go ahead. I'm going to buy something. Flesh. I'm already saved, born again. I'm filled with God. I don't have no reason to act like that. But because I don't let it go, because I don't speak it, that I can get the victory. That's why we're going to speak to some things today. Amen. And I go to the dude and I go like this. Hey, bro, what you looking at? He goes, well, you're looking at me. I go, no, 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 you're standing in the aisle. What's, your, you know, what's, up, what's up? He goes, what's up with you? And I get closer to him. You know, I'm moving closer to him. You know what he tells me? He goes, you're full of pride. I'm like, what? It was like God placed an angel or something. I've never seen that guy in my life. I, he goes, you're full of pride, bro. And I'm like, I'm like, dang, you're right, bro. <laughs> and I'm not going to ask this one. Are you a Christian? <laughs> Heck no. So I took off and, you know, and these are issues where we need to deal with. We need to speak life. We need to speak deliverance. We need to speak our own freedom. Like that song, freedom reigns in this place, you know. You know, when Jesus spoke to the fig tree, he wanted the disciples to hear it. Mark 11, 20, 22, the Bible says in the morning, you know, the, when Jesus had spoke to that fig tree, he saw that that fig tree was withered. And he tells his disciples, have faith in God. He, says, he looks at, he goes, have faith in God. In other words, what was Jesus was trying to impart into them is to use the faith of God that was in them. Here's what I'm coming to right here. Your faith is only good enough for you to get saved and for other earthly things. After you get saved, that faith that God uses, that human faith, I'm talking about human faith, it's only good to get saved. After you get saved, the Spirit of God comes in you. And once the Spirit of God comes in you, that's the faith you need to exercise. That's the faith you need to use to move mountains. That's the faith you need to use for signs. That's the faith I use. That's the faith I use to pray for her. The faith I use to pray for you, for your back this morning, wasn't my human faith. It's the faith of God. When you learn to use the faith of God, well, let me ask you a question. Who saved you? Raise your hand. Who got Jesus? Now, now, I'm going to ask you a question. If you got Jesus in you, do you got the Holy Spirit in you? Okay, if you got the Holy Spirit in you, you got the power of God in you? If you got the power of God in you, you got the faith of God in you? Yes, yeah, so that's the faith you need to use. When you use the faith of God that's in you, not your faith, 
I prayed and nothing happened. Who's heard of that before? I prayed and nothing happened. I prayed and it didn't come through. Well, it's because you're praying with your human faith. But when you pray with God's faith, with God's faith comes God's power. With God's power comes God's anointing. Amen? So when you use that faith, amen, backed up by his word, that's where you can move mountains. Jesus wasn't using his faith. He was using the Father's faith. And so, so he was trying to impart into them, use the faith of God that's in you. You know, you because your human faith is only good enough to, for you to get saved. I'm not making sense here. And to believe for the earthly things. But if you're going to go to the spiritual realm, into the other dimension, amen, where, where, where truth changes facts. You hear what I'm saying? The truth is this, that the doctor can tell you got cancer. That could be the truth, right? No, that's a fact. The fact is that the doctor says you got cancer, right? Truth says, whose report you believe? See? Truth says, by your stripes you're healed. Although he has cancer, by your stripes you're healed. So truth got the ability to change facts. But if you don't back it up with the faith of God, nothing happens. When you rebuke the devil, let me tell you what happened in our church one time. Don't record this because our church is listening. I was in our church and a lady started manifesting. And she started manifesting and I looked at her I go, oh, heck no. I go, you ain't going to distract the service. Take her in the back and cast it out. I told my pastors, my, some of my leaders, they go in the back. An hour goes by. Service is over. I go back there. The lady's like half naked rolling on the floor and everybody's all sweating in the name of Jesus. And I go, what the heck is this? It doesn't take a whole hour trying to cast out. There's Abraham's out sweating. She's half naked. Who knows those brothers were lusting by then? We don't know. Ladies are running around half naked. I mean, what? in the name of Jesus. I go, what is this? This is ridiculous. See, they was using their faith instead of God's faith. So I went in there, and I, you know, and, and I go, oh, heck no. First of all, it's embarrassing for a pastor. Am I making sense here? To have leaders and pastors that, that can't even cast out a devil. So I got in there. I go, please. I'm, I'm like, please. move. You know? And the, the minute the devil saw me, the demon possessed lady, this is what the demon possessed lady, the devil in her said, oh, no, not you. Just like that. I can't, oh, no, not you. I go, oh, it's me. Because I'm not going to be like them staying an hour here. I want to go home. So I go, shut up. This is what I go. Shut up, in the name of Jesus, come out. And that's it. It took five seconds. And they took one hour, in the name of Jesus. What's your name? Where do you come from? You don't need to ask them. My name is Alice. They're liars. They're not going to ask them their name, where they come from, and what's their deity. Just tell them to shut up and cast it out. But I didn't use, see what I'm saying? If you don't use your faith, you got to use God's faith. When she cast out that Spirit of infirmity. It wasn't her faith she was using. It was God's faith. Amen. The faith to move mountains got to be God's faith. The faith to heal sickness has got to be God's faith. We need God's faith that's in us to speak to issues in our life. Can I hear you say amen? And we need that. And many Christians want to do it with the human faith. It won't operate that way. Amen. Can I hear, can I hear you say amen? Because when you use God's faith, you're moving the way the Heavenly Father moves. His faith 
made the world and everything in it. His faith made you and I. Hebrews 11.3, I don't got time to read it. I'm going to be closing right now. It says, basically, well, I don't know if you're going to put it there, but Hebrews 11.3, basically, me, okay, it says, though faith, it says, excuse me, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made by the things which do appear. What that really means is that the things which are seen came from the invisible realm and from the spiritual realm and from the invisible dimension. You see, we live in a spiritual world, spiritual dimension, whether you believe it or not. This world is controlled by the spirit world. It's controlled either by God's spirit world, angels, or the demons of Satan. But the world, this world is controlled by the spirit world. The, the physical world submits to the spiritual world. Understand it. Well, you know, no, 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 no. The spiritual world controls the earth. It, the spirit world is stronger, listen, stronger than the, than, 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 than the natural world. What you can see with your eyes is weak compared to what you can't see. Why do you think there's so many murders? So many child molesters, uh, so, so, so many rapists and killers and gang, bang, uh, uh, gang members getting killed and a lot of gangs taking over cities. The city I'm in has no police department. The gangs took over. Why, why so much? But they just killed a cop eating a taco. A taco. They just, I was sharing with Pastor R they just, uh, and Delfino here. Um, uh, Delfino, that they just killed a policeman not too long ago. And then right by my house, a, a cop was eating. They killed him. You know, they went behind him and shot him in the head. He was eating, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't even dressed. But why is there so much violence? Why? Why so much violence? Because the spirit world controls it. Yes or no? So the spirit world controls the natural world. But we're not controlled by that other side of the coin. We're not controlled by that spiritual world, the bad. We're, we're controlled by the Holy Ghost. Can I hear you say amen? We submit to the spirit of God. So, so, you have to learn to do this. Learn to develop that in your life. You can release the word of God filled with God's faith. The key is to use God's word with God's faith. For example, in Luke chapter 8, verse 49 and 56, someone's daughter dies and they come to Jesus and Jesus tells them, your daughter's not dead, she's sleeping. Anybody that, you know, right. He wasn't lying. To the natural world, that's a lie. She was dead. Am I making sense here? To the natural world, that girl was dead. But he tells her, no, 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 you don't understand. She's not dead. She's sleeping. They're like, what are you talking about? She's dead. We've seen her die. You know? Look what it says. Read it right there. You know? And in verse 53, they laughed at her. They thought he was crazy. Like I said, in the natural realm, she was dead. But Jesus was not lying. Because, because truth changes facts. God's faith and God's word are more powerful than any kind of fact they can give you. It's, it's willing, it could change any kind of fact. Now, the truth of God is the highest level of reality. Listen, the truth of God is the highest level of reality. Say it. The truth of God See, we have to believe that what God says it will come to pass. That's what Ab the Bible says Abraham believed God. Romans 4.21, he says he believed God. He was fully persuaded that God was, was going to keep the promise that he gave him. 
We have to believe and fully be persuaded. Say, be persuaded. Say, speak it. We're going to speak it. Say it again. Say it again. Because when you speak it, people are going to laugh at you. When you speak it, people are going to doubt you. When you speak it, they're going to think you're crazy. But they don't have what you have this morning. They don't have what you have this morning. They don't, they don't know what you know this morning. They don't walk in the dimension that you can walk. Who wants to walk in a higher dimension than just facts? Who wants, who wants to walk in a, in a dimension where Jesus walked? Where the, the, the disciples walked, the apostles? They didn't walk in that here natural dimension. Although we lived in the, in the natural world, we could walk in the spiritual world. Where the dimension is higher, where truth changes facts, where miracles happen. And the reason why not too many miracles are happen, happening in, these, in, in America is because people don't walk in that dimension. They'd rather have a good teaching than believe God for a miracle. Am I, am I, am I, am I making sense here? Can I get a witness? So you can step. Can I get the worship team to come? You can step into that dimension. Listen, you can step into that dimension this morning where your faith is at a higher level than even truth. 